Hey everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. The title of today's message is Knowing Who You Are, Disciple Making Material. When I was first faced with Jesus' commission to make disciples, I felt extremely uncomfortable. So if you do right now, I can identify with you. I was fine with Jesus saying, follow me. I was fine with Paul saying, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. I was not fine with the thought of me saying something like that. I imagined going up to someone and saying something like, hey, I'd like to disciple you. That sounded really arrogant. It sounded like I thought that I was better than them or that they should want to be like me. The cartoon here illustrates my thinking that I would be presenting myself as some kind of master Christian, as a model who they would want to be like, who they would obviously want to learn from. So I anticipated a response, something like, who do you think you are that you should disciple me? And I think that's a good question. Who are we? that we can make disciples. Let me start by saying who we are not. Two things. Firstly, we are not the master that disciples should want to follow, to be like. The goal of Christian disciple making is not to get people to follow us. It is to help people to follow Jesus. We are not the master. Jesus is the master. If you and I see ourselves as the master or the model, we are likely to feel inadequate, not good enough for the job. You see, we know that we are still works in progress. We know there are still lots of things about us that still need to be fixed. So we may think, Who would want to follow me? Who would want to be like me? And we could conclude that we're not ready to be a disciple maker. But we are not the master. Jesus is the master. And we are not the model. Jesus is the model. When we understand this, the pressure to perform or to impress is just taken off us. We are not setting ourselves up as master Christians for people to follow. We are simply offering to help others to follow the true master, who is Jesus. So when we reach out to people, we need to make this clear. We are not masters. We are followers of the master. So our invitation is a humble one. We don't invite people to become our followers but to become followers of Jesus. We invite them to follow Jesus with us. We offer to help them to follow Jesus. So we are not the master or the model. Let's allow this truth to set us free from any sense of inadequacy. Secondly, we are not who we were. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. 
I'll read all texts from the New International Version. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Memories can be a powerful thing. When we remember things, our past comes back into our present. When we remember things from our past that we're ashamed of, we can find ourselves thinking of ourselves as that person. I am the person that used to... You fill in the blank. Something from your past that you wish you could forget. Some people make this worse because they remind us of our past or because they label us by our past. If we see ourselves as the person of our past, we may feel unsuitable, even disqualified for the task of making disciples. We may think, who would want to be discipled by that person? Honestly, I wouldn't want to be discipled by the person who I was. But if you have put your faith in Jesus, you have been given a new life. You are not that person anymore. So listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verses 9 to 11. Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Friends, we may have been nobodies, or nothings, or useless people, or problem people, or bad people, even the scum of the earth. But when we came to Jesus, He gave us a new life and a new identity. Remembering who we were may keep us humble. But we need to know that we are not that person anymore. We are not who we were. Let's shake off any shame, feelings of disqualification that may be holding us back. We are not who we were. Okay, that's who we are not. We're not the master. We're not who we used to be. But who are we? Who are we that we can make disciples? Three things today. Firstly, we are Christ's ambassadors. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making His appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. An ambassador has an extremely important role. They represent the ruler of their country in another country. Now Jesus is the king of the kingdom of God. As his ambassadors, we represent King Jesus to our communities and even to our nation. 
This is an extremely significant position. We represent the King of Kings. This significance is not based on ourselves in any way. It is based purely on the fact that Jesus has appointed us to this commission. He has made us his ambassadors. Now, as important as this position is, an ambassador is still only a representative of the king. An ambassador only declares what the king has decreed. If you ask an ambassador a question, they must tell you what the king has said about that. If they can't find any decree on that matter, then they must contact their king and ask for his answer. As Christ's ambassadors, there are many things that you and I don't know. But we do know what Jesus has already said. It's all recorded in the Bible, in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. In the New Testament, we can read his words and his ways. We can also read the Apostles' words on how to carry out this diplomatic mission. This is what we are to present as ambassadors. Not our ideas, but what the King has said. This is why it's so important for you and I to get to know what is in the Bible. Because we don't ever want to rep misrepresent Jesus. When we know that we have been appointed as Christ's ambassadors, we can come alongside other people with confidence, even with authority. We are confident because Jesus has appointed us. We are here by the appointment of His Majesty, King Jesus. And we can come alongside them with authority, not our authority, but because we represent the King of Kings and we declare His words which have all authority. We are Christ's ambassadors. That is why we can make disciples. Here's a second reason. We are a demonstration of God's amazing grace. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. Here is a trustworthy saying. That deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him. And receive eternal life. I love this trustworthy saying. It's liberating. I don't have to deny or be afraid of my past, my faults, my failures. I am a living demonstration of the amazing grace of God. Paul says to his disciple Timothy, I am the worst of sinners. The fact that Jesus has saved me should give hope to everyone who hears my story. If I could be saved and transformed, then anyone can be saved and transformed. As disciple makers, when we spend time with other people, they will surely get to see some of our faults. If we're honest with them, 
We will admit our struggles and our failures. We may think that this undermines our impact as disciple makers, but actually our imperfect walk can be really encouraging to others. It shows them that they're not the only ones who struggle at times. They're not the only ones who fail sometimes. This gives them hope. They don't have to get this right first time. They're not the only ones who have bad days. Now, please hear me. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be concerned about our sins, our struggles, our failures. We should. What I am saying is that when these things happen and when we deal with them, they can be powerful discipling moments. You see, others can learn from us as we confess our sin, as we receive forgiveness, as we submit to the restoring work of the Holy Spirit. They can learn from us when we refuse to give up after falling, after failing. As they see how we fight the good fight of faith that Paul wrote about. We are a demonstration of God's amazing grace. This is why we can make disciples. Lastly, number three. We are a demonstration of God's transforming power. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18. And we all, who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. The journey of discipleship is a journey of transformation. Over time, we become more and more like Jesus. It's a journey, a journey of many steps. It's a journey that takes time, patience, perseverance. It's also a journey that results in us changing, in us getting better, in us becoming more and more like Jesus. This is both liberating and challenging. It's liberating because as disciple makers, we're not expected to be exactly like Jesus. It's challenging because we are expected to be becoming more and more like Jesus. We need to be yielding to the continuing work of the Holy Spirit in our lives as we urge other people to do the same. We need to be continually learning as we are teaching others to learn. I believe that this is a key to disciple making. Our ongoing transformation inspires those around us to seek the same work of God in their lives. Our seeking more of God inspires others to do the same. We are a demonstration of God's transforming power. This is why we can make disciples. That's it. Let me summarize in conclusion. Who do we think we are? that we can make disciples of Jesus. We know 
that we are not the master that others must follow. Jesus is. So we don't have to feel inadequate for the task. We also know that we are not the people we used to be. We are now new creations. So we don't have to feel disqualified by our past. And we know that we are ambassadors of Jesus. We have been appointed to represent him. So we can confidently do this. We know that we are demonstrations of God's amazing grace. His grace in our imperfect lives encourage others to press on as we press on. And lastly, we know that we are demonstrations of His transforming power. Our journey with Jesus inspires others to seek more of Him in their lives. The more that we know who we really are, the more confident we will be to make disciples of Jesus. He has called us to do this. And He has made us the right people to do this. So let's do this. Let's go make disciples. <music>